Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mel Fabregas from the Veritas Radio Show at VeritasShow.com with a special report, this time on MMS, Miracle Mineral Solution. Recently, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, issued a warning on this product. I have been flooded by email from all over the world. And although I have issued a statement at our forum, I thought it would be more appropriate to contact Jim Humble directly, the creator of MMS, so he could respond and react accordingly. Let me remind you that Veritas survives on your voluntary subscription only. Please subscribe by going to VeritasShow.com and keep us providing unbiased and uncensored information. It's either this or the mainstream media. You are welcome to share and spread this message everywhere. And now, let's go to Jim Humble. This is Jim. Mr. Humble, Mel Fabregas with Veritas Radio. How are you, sir? I'm okay. How are you? Very well, thank you. And I'm very sorry to hear the new chapter of what the FDA is trying to do with you, sir. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty bad, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. May I call you Jim? Yes, please do. Okay. Well, the reason of my call, it's, this is uh, somewhat informal, but if you allow me, I would like to add this as a segment because I think people need to know. What is transpiring? Last year we did a show on the swine flu, and now the FDA, more than 200,000 people have died on the same medication that they have approved, and nobody has died from MMS. So what is happening here, Jim? Can you enlighten us? Well, uh, of course, if you, uh, you know, if you read the uh, FDA thing here somewhere, if you read the, what they have said, you will notice that uh, they haven't said anything. <laughs> right. Uh, they they just uh, said that uh, somebody, uh, a few people, not many, they said a few, called in and said they had a stomachache after, uh, evidently after taking some MMS. And then somebody else said they had low blood pressure, but they don't have any proof on that. There's nothing that would indicate low blood pressure Somebody evidently took some and went to a doctor, and the doctor said they had low blood pressure, and so they said that was caused by MMS. But there's no, there's no proof or evidence or anything else that would indicate that. So they really don't have any substance in their their uh, declaration at all, what they said. And so the FDA is just uh, uh, they have decided. And I'm sure that somebody has given them an order to get um, MMS off of the market. And so they have decided to, to um, have everybody recall all of the, everything that they sold. And they're, they're, they're just scaring people into doing it. They're threatening. They're, they're walking in with the, one of my friend uh, from... Uh, 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 Daniel from uh, what uh, FDG, uh, uh, anyhow, he's the guy who sells the most uh, MMS to this point. Project Green Life? Yeah, Project Green Life. Sorry, I couldn't remember. Anyhow, um, they uh, they had, uh, uh, what, 18, 18 uh, uh, FDA agents talking to his lawyer yesterday. And they're just trying to overwhelm people into doing what they want, and then if they get you to do it, that proves that you're guilty. And so once you uh, 
once you show the, show the world that you're scared of the FDA that you think you're guilty or something, then of course they're going to take that to the jury and say, well, this guy, this guy proved that he was guilty. He, 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 why would he recall all of that stuff? But now what they want, they, they have asked him to, to uh, go, uh, they, want to, they want to send their agents over to his place and they want to watch him destroy everything that he has on MMS. And, uh, and that's the next step, you see. They're, they're scaring them into, they're trying, they're going to try and scare everybody into to, uh, recalling it and then destroying it. And uh, that proves that they're guilty. And, and they're, they're going to punish him. And they've already, that's already been indicated that they're going to punish, punish him. And punish him means jail and, and uh, prison. And uh, usually that has to do with how much money you collected. And these, my friends have collected a lot of money. Luckily, I mean, not luckily, I'm, a long time ago I decided against selling the stuff because it would, it would uh, make people think that I was trying to make a lot of money. But in any case, I don't sell it, never did sell it, never made any money from it. So, so but um, I'm just writing up a piece of paper right now in which I say the, uh, the FDA actually... Uh, Proves that uh, MMS is uh, is uh, workable because they they have all of their uh, all of their uh, <clears throat> regulations in their data. They, in their data, they say that uh, that uh, a chlorine dioxide, uh, uh, which is what uh, which is what MMS generates, they say that chlorine dioxide is. Um, uh, a killer of, of pathogens, and they and then in other places they they say that it is a very effective killer of pathogens. And then if you uh, if and then if you look other places, you find that they say that um, they they say or the EPA uh, also says maybe it's a little bit clearer what the when the EPA says it, but the EPA says that it's an a, um, I'll read it to you right here because it's in front of me right now. Um, and Jim, before you read this, yeah. before we read this, this is something I have not said publicly. I wanted to keep this very private because I really don't like to talk about my private uh, endeavors. However, I must, now that I have you on the phone. Yeah. Earlier this year, I was diagnosed with a with pericarditis. I thought I was having food poisoning or, or heartburn or gastric reflux, well, I decided to finally go to the hospital. And it was a virus that had invaded the pericardium, which is the sac that surrounds my heart. I spent a couple of nights at the hospital. After a week of taking ibuprofen, I still was not feeling well. Uh-huh. I decided to pull my MMS out. And in less than 24 hours, Jim, I was 100% normal. Wow, great. <laughs> FDA, if you're listening, FDA, how can you tell people that this is not something positive? It is obviously a way to control the dissemination of this information, and it's obviously a threat to the establishment, Jim. That said, can you give us a chronology since last year? I've been following your work for, for a long time. 
and I know you were in Mexico for some time. Did something happen there during the time when the quote-unquote swine flu erupted in Mexico? Well, yes. The uh, first thing was uh, I called the uh, senator. Just happened to know that my, my partner... Uh, uh, My partner in Mexico just happened to have his, her father was the uh, uh, second level senator in Mexico. In other words, he, he, he was the second most important senator in Mexico. And he was there thinking about running him for president next, next election time. And uh, so I called him uh, personally and I said, look, we can... Uh, I, we can handle this uh, this flu, this H1N1 flu or this pig flu. And and uh, he said, Jim, he says, they have our hands tied. We can't do nothing about this. He said, my advice to you is get out of the country before they decide to do something to you. And uh, so uh, then I said, well, okay, with that advice, I think I'll leave. But as I started to leave, uh, some guys, in fact, we were just about to get on the airplane. I'd already checked my baggage, and, and some guys come in and said the town next to Hermosillo was, um, was, uh, uh, had lots of flu in it, lots of the swine flu in it, and there was a number of people dying. And, and would I please come over there because I knew about what I had been doing there in Hermosillo for some time. And so... I said, okay, and then I unchecked my baggage, and I, I, and I went to see a doctor in town, and I said, look, they want us to go over there. Would you go over? And he said, sure, I will, Jim. He says, he says I, will, uh, I will go over there with you in the morning. He said, we'll leave early. And he, he said, call me at 6. And so the next morning at 6 o'clock, I called him, and his secretary answered the phone, and she says, he won't talk to you. You, you, and I said, well, let me just talk to him. And she says, no, he's not going to talk to you. There's no point in you coming over here because he won't talk to you when you get here. And I said, oh, <laughs> I better get the hell out of here. So, so I got my bags and everything, went back and got on the plane and, and flew to South Africa. So uh, that was uh, what happened there in Mexico. <laughs> and Jim, during that time, The it all started supposedly with a child who died first in, in Veracruz. And I decided to investigate. And I decided to place some phone calls down there, government and, and private individuals, trying to find out the identity, at least of the family, so I could speak with them, so they can tell me, you know, what symptoms he had and so on. Nobody knows the name. Well, Nobody I, knows the well, name of that family. Yes, yes. I didn't either, but you know... I knew the people who worked in the hospital because they were some of the people who worked in the hospital were people who were using MMS, and they were, you know, they were coming to us, and uh, and uh, and they they were telling people that only 80 people had died in that hospital, but those people told me that 2,000 people had died in that hospital, and and they went another step in. And uh, several doctors from further down in Mexico, from different hospitals, who were also using MMS, not in the hospital, but they were using it in their own private practice. And they called me up and they said that uh, more than 200 people had died in their hospital. And they, 
of, of the flu. And uh, and uh, the fact was is that there was no report of anybody dying at all in those hospitals. So it was, it was something weird was happening because I thought it would be the other way around. They would want to report as many deaths as they could in order to get everybody vaccinated. But for some reason, they weren't reporting all the deaths. They were only reporting a small amount of them. And that is the strange part. And folks, I don't mean to be discussing the swine flu again, but you'll know in a few minutes why I want to continue speaking about this. Last year, according to to the CDC, and this is probably about a year or more ago, they had reported that about 1,200 people had died worldwide of the swine flu. And they had raised the level, a warning level to six. That's the highest the CDC can go. However, and that's the, I'm sorry, that's the World, the World Health Organization. Then 35,000 people had died the year before of the regular flu in the United States. Where was the level six, Jim? Yes. I, I, you know, I, I, I know they, they, they were really pushing that swine flu because they wanted, to, they wanted to sell millions and millions of dollars worth of vaccines. Uh, which would also be very bad for people. And I've mentioned this before. My wife takes my daughter to the uh, pediatrician. They try to push the swine flu vaccine, and we opposed, of course. And they said, no, that's okay. We're just going to administer it to people who beg for it. At any rate, they can continue administering the uh, swine flu vaccine. We go back again to the doctor, and they tell us that one of their employees' son, a 21-year-old Marine, got the swine flu vaccine. Less than 24 hours later, he was vomiting blood. He is now suffering what many suffer in 1976, Guillain-Barre. You know what that is, of course. No, no, I don't. Guillain-Barre is what caused a lot of people to, to die. It's a debilitating disease that was during 1976 when they tried the swine flu vaccine. The difference between then and now, Jim, is that back then, the pharmaceuticals did not have immunity. They have immunity now. Yeah. Now, the question, and I'm trying to connect dots here, Jim. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're trying to eradicate MMS from anybody being able to, to buy it, does that tell you that because the swine flu or H1N1 was not as effective to the population as they thought it was going to be, that they're trying something more powerful now, and they want to be able to make sure that there's no cure that the pharmaceuticals cannot provide, and that is why they're going after MMS? Well, I think that could very well be a portion of it, but you know you know the, the saying, uh, follow the money, and, and, and uh, MMS is replacing uh, 99% of the, the drugs that they want to you know, give to people when they're sick, if you got MMS, you don't need any of those drugs, and and they know that now. They've read my book. They've they've done the whole the whole works. You know, they they know it's effective. They they're they they have everything. They're out there attacking everybody. They even they went to Japan and two two uh, two health food stores in Japan were attacked. If you haven't heard about that, and, no, and. Uh, and now, of course, there's another uh, uh, store here in, in the U.S. that's been attacked, and they've been told they have to do the same thing. They recall 
everything. And the two the two health food stores in Japan, they they both have to uh, recall everything too. So that, that's the uh, FDA uh, pattern. So it, it must be coming from the FDA here in the United States. So, but they they intend to totally totally eradicate uh, MMS in the world. But I don't think they can do it. I don't think they have a chance of doing it. There's a lot of things that we can do that, that they don't have an idea about yet. Uh, and I don't mean to, to talk about things that many of the people who know of your work know, uh, Jim, but I know there are a lot of people who don't know who you are and what MMS is. And I think it's important to, to tell them. What happened when you went to, uh, was it Guyana? Yeah, Guyana. Guyana, and uh, you, you were more or less a hero there. And what happened? The United States contacted the government there and, and basically said, you need to stop Jim Humble now or we'll stop our shipments of pharmaceuticals. What happened? Well, I, I am, you know, I, I was um, <clears throat> prospecting for gold in the jungle, and I had a, a group of uh, locals with me uh, uh, helping me, and uh, two of them come down with uh, 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 <clears throat> malaria, and we didn't have any malaria drugs, and, and they were terribly, terribly sick. Uh, they had the whole, all of the symptoms. They had uh, 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 they had high fever. And they were shaking. They had uh, pains in their their legs and in their uh, muscles, and and their headache was aching. And they were throwing up. And and they uh, they had the the entire list of things. And I asked them, "Would you like to try some?" <laughs> and of course, they they were willing to try anything. So I give them um, uh, some uh, drops from the. Uh, uh, stabilized oxygen I had brought to, with me from a health food store, and and that and in four hours they were well. I mean it was and we were all absolutely amazed that four hours after them being that sick and they were back normal and they had dinner that evening, and uh, the same thing happened the next day to two more of my men and and the same thing happened again when I uh, give them the uh, the uh, <clears throat> stabilized oxygen, and so um, then for the next eight months, I traveled through the jungle, uh, you know, searching for gold, but I also treated a lot of people for malaria, and it was uh, pretty effective. It wasn't as effective at that time as I wanted because it was only curing about 60 or 70 percent of the people I treated, but when I came back to the United States, I, uh, I worked on it until... I found out exactly what was uh, causing the people to be cured, and and so then I uh, I started sending it over to Africa to some friends I had in Africa, and after we worked with it for about a year, uh, it was curing every every single uh, uh, malaria case that they come come in contact with over there. And then when I went to Africa myself and treated several thousand people. It was effective with all of those people, and, uh, uh, and even even the ones that didn't get uh, cured at the very first was finally okay after uh, several days. So it it just uh, killed the the uh, the parasite that that created the malaria, and it killed it completely in the body. And so uh, then I started. Uh, 
you know, of course, I, I finally wrote a book about it, told exactly how to make it, what to make it from, and how to use it. And uh, then I, of course, I, I went back and, and to several times to various different places in Africa and treated people, and I started changing my my uh, protocols to uh, different ways because I noticed there were different ways that it was more effective. And so I finally come up with some protocols that's extremely effective. And the last time I was in Africa, I treated uh, 800 HIV cases for um, and and, uh, and it was effective on all 800. I, I um, and, and all 800 was their blood was tested before I started treating them in, in a local hospital there, and they all had HIV. And then uh, uh, <coughs> after I worked, that was took me about six months to treat all 800 of them. And, uh, uh, you know, you can't prove that a person is cured from HIV. But what you can do is you can call him in and say, how are you feeling now? And and he can say, well, he's feeling good and he's got lots of energy and he's back to work. But more than that, most of those people had uh, diseases that was brought on by the HIV. Like there was 40 cases of cancer, and all of those cases of cancer were gone, and there was 50 cases of people who had numb legs and feet and could hardly walk and hardly navigate, and all that was gone, and there was five cases of heart disease, and that was gone, and there was cases where people had malaria that just wouldn't go away, just kept on and on and on, and that was gone, and uh, a number of cases of hepatitis C was gone, and so... Uh, in, in treating those uh, a- HIV cases, 800 of them, we, got, we cured a lot of diseases that was brought on by the HIV. And, uh, and we can't prove that, that uh, the HIV is gone, but, a lot of, but uh, you can pretty well see that it's gone because these people are feeling good and they, don't, they, don't, uh, uh, they, don't have, they have plenty of energy and they're back to work and they're back with their families and and, and they're happy. <laughs> Did they make any uh, uh, attempt to uh, get their T-cell count to see if there was a difference between the before and after? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, a lot of them did the, uh, the, uh, um, <clears throat> the uh, what, what is CD4 count, and uh, mm-hmm. they, they all, all went up to uh, normal, or most of them went up to normal, and the ones who didn't go up to normal they, they, you could see that they were on the way up to normal because they tested them several times. And uh, so that was pretty much uh, back to normal on most of them. And uh, uh, what else was normal? There was something else that was normal. Anyhow, they were, uh, uh, the main thing, <laughs> for me, what the main thing was is they, they wrote on their, their um, uh, test, not test sheet, but their, the report sheet. They report. They wrote that they were happy. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, that was. But that was, you know, just one of the places that I stopped. I also stopped in South Africa and treated 500 people there, and uh, and so um, it just uh, has been very, very effective wherever I've gone. 
And and I got thousands of letters from people saying that that it's effective and so. Uh, but and and you know and then my uh, my critics they say oh it don't work it don't work. Not one of my critics ever checked anything. They just started talking about how bad it is and how stupid I am and how now I'm a I'm a snake snake oil salesman and so forth and on and on and on like that. But not one of them ever stopped to do anything except talk. None of them ever checked anything. So it's... Uh, uh, with, the, with, the with the preponderance of evidence that you have to support your claims, Jim, with all these countries, hundreds, if not thousands of people who have gone from hepatitis, from HIV, malaria, who have been... And I hate to use the word cure because that's when the FDA comes after me. Yeah, right. <laughs> it has been addressed, so I have to watch what I say. Right. But going back to Guyana, is it true that the, the United States contacted the country, the government, the local government, to basically compel them to get you out of the country? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Basically what happened was... Um, uh, I, I just happened to have made friends with the uh, the top guy, uh, the top minister that was under the president there. I can't remember the name that they gave him, but he was he had a fancy name, minister anyhow. And I I, I had pitched his neck and had helped his daughter, and so they 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 were wanted to help me, and and uh, so you know I go over to his house maybe once a week and have dinner or something, and we'd talk about different things. And, and uh, and I, I uh, but when I went into town and started uh, selling the MMS locally and telling, and of course at the time I didn't call it MMS, I just called it a, a, a uh, malaria cure. Anyway, um, uh, the the local government, which was the local um, 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 woman who was uh, the minister of health. Uh, uh, give me a notice to come in and see her, and I went in to see her. Me and my partner went in to see her, and and uh, and she said, she said, you got to quit this. She said, if you cure one more person, I'm going to arrest you and have you thrown into jail, and you darn well won't like our jail here. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I knew she was right. I seen the jail as I walked by in our prison, actually, and so. I, but I couldn't quit. People kept coming to me and 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 asking me. They said they're sick, sick, and they're sick, and I, I just couldn't quit selling them. So uh, uh, I went to see my my friend, the minister, and, and he said, "Look, he said, Jim, he says I can't help you. He says, he said uh, we have two two telephone calls from the United States from the drug companies, and they say." that they will quit selling drugs to our hospital here if we don't stop you from doing what you're doing. And and I said, oh, 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 oh. And so um, about a day later, I got a call from him, and he said, Jim, you better get out of town because they're going to they're gonna come put you in jail. So so I went into the jungle. I, I, I uh, took a bunch of uh, supplies and went into the jungle. I wasn't going out to the jungle anyway. And, you know, those people down there are scarier of the jungle than the people up here are. And so nobody followed me into the jungle. But anyhow, I was out there for about six months, and then when I came back, that was when I was treating people out there 
And um, then when I came back, uh, everything had blown over, and so I, I just went home uh, from there. And then you went to Africa, and uh, I don't know if you want to let people know where you are now. Maybe you don't want to, but uh, obviously where you are now, you've been welcomed to do what you do, right? Yeah, actually where I am now, uh, it's no secret anymore. I, I, I am in the Dominican Republic, and I'm training, right. I'm training people from all over the world to use MMS. It takes about a week's training to really understand how MMS works and why it works and and what kind of protocols you should give different people with different uh, things and, and what kind of a protocol you need for cancer and what kind of protocol you need for hepatitis C and so on and so forth. And, and the people that I'm training here, I've given a certificate that says they're a minister of health when they leave here. And uh, actually what happened is I wanted to have a way of protecting my uh, trainees, my ministers of health going out. So uh, I started a church, and so they, they're, all, they're all ministers in the church. And actually, uh, I, I am, I'm a, a, a bishop, and I, I'm a bishop that's been consecrated in the, uh, the lineage of bishops that goes all the way back to, to Jesus Christ. And we have the names of every single bishop all the way back to Jesus Christ. And so uh, uh, it's, a, it's a legitimate church. We're doing a legitimate thing, and that's healing people. And so uh, uh, I want to keep at it that way because the FDA is going to have a harder time attacking a church than they are just people. And so that's one of the uh, uh, first things we're going to be doing. And I'm very familiar with the Dominican Republic. So obviously, you have, you're welcomed by the local authorities to do what you're doing now. Uh, but Jim, I get a lot of people asking me, and I'm not saying this because I want to sell or want to make money from MMS. I just believe in the product because I've used it many times. And I know of people, and I'm going to give you one more example. And listen to this, folks. This person, I'm not going to reveal the location, but it's very close to you in the Caribbean close to the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. This person bought some MMS. He has a friend who has a very peculiar skin disease. He's had it forever, to the point that he hardly leaves home. Well, this person who bought MMS from me started administering the MMS to him, and in less than 60 days, it was almost gone. His doctors cannot explain it. And of course, he's, he was not going to go and tell him, hey, by the way, this is what I use. I used MMS. No, he just basically lied and said, I'm uh, switching my eating habits and I'm exercising. And the doctors cannot even imagine what he had done to get rid of this. So, folks, there are so many testimonials out there. And my question to you is, can people still get it? Uh, yeah, they can if they try hard enough. Most okay. uh, most the the FDA has scared a lot of people terribly bad, but uh, they don't have any. They really don't have any wind in their sails. They they think they do, but they really don't. They don't. Uh, I I have. Uh, I'm just writing up some some data on them now, but I'm showing where they've been using uh, chlorine dioxide for years. You know, <laughs> they they've been having people. Uh, 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 treat their vegetables and 
uh, you know, and 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 uh, and meat and chicken and and uh, and uh, there are certain cases. That's right, Jim. D- don't many uh, meat packing plants use that to prevent E. coli and other? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and that the and the FDA recommends that they use it because <laughs> it's the best. It's the best thing, and so. Um, the, 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 you know, if, if it was extremely poisonous as they're trying to make out it was, they wouldn't have people, uh, uh, you know, uh, treating uh, everything before it goes to market. And so it's, uh, uh, that's happening. But, um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, um, a test that was done back in 1982 by the... Um, uh, um, it was it was done by uh, hold on I have it here some somewhere the Institute of of uh, anyhow it's an institute in Washington D.C. and I I have the uh, the all the data right here in front of me somewhere but unfortunately I didn't I didn't know you was going to call or I'd have all this data ready but uh, in any case uh, uh, that test. Uh, was done by, with double blind everything, and 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 it wasn't done by rats. It was done by people, and it proved that people can take M- can take chlorine dioxide, that's MMS, and they can take uh, uh, sodium chloride. That's what MMS is made from, and they can take sodium chlorate, and all three of those on a continuous basis without any problem with their health, and and that was a that was a thing that was proven back in 1982, and so I'm, of course, I'm making, I'm, I'm putting all that information on the, uh, on the internet in the next day or two. And just like I mentioned to people, Jim, just like you could use a, a knife to cut an apple, you can also use it to kill somebody. Uh, people who have drank too much water have died by consuming too much water. So anything can kill you if you don't use it the right way. So yeah. if you don't follow the simple instructions, yes, you can be affected, but they're very simple instructions to follow. And nobody that you know of has had any... Uh, has anybody died by using MMS, Jim? Nobody, you know no, there is no evidence... I mean, there's a lot of people who like to point out the two or three different cases, but there's no evidence at all of uh, anybody ever having died uh, while taking MMS. And and that a lot of people were just weeks or days away from dying when they started taking their MMS, and still the fact remains that, that nobody who started taking MMS, I don't care whether they had cancer or what they had, has ever died while taking MMS, so uh, there's no evidence, no report anywhere, you know. And I, I, uh, I, I'm people report to me from all over the world. So if if, if something like that had happened, I guarantee you I'd know about it. So if the FDA advisory or warning is out there, and we've already read it, that if I understand correctly, that doesn't say you will not buy it or you are forbidden from selling it. Therefore, what are they telling the sellers? What exactly are they saying when they say you need to shut down? Under what basis? Well, I guess what I see them telling the sellers is we want you to to uh, prove that you Stop. believe you're doing something wrong. You know, and the way you prove that you're doing something wrong 
you're 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 removing this from the market and asking everybody to send it back, and you're telling them that it's bad, you know, and and uh, and that's uh, uh, they're they're scaring the hell out of these people, and these people are doing what they say, but they aren't saying it so that it's an order. They're just saying it so that they're sort of. Uh, because they can't order them, and they don't want to order them because they they want to take it into court and say, look, this is these guys, these guys showed that they were guilty and they had a guilty conscience because they they went right out and 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 tried to get everything back, you know, and and they they uh, they're doing everything to take it off the market. They want everybody to take it off the market. They, I, I guarantee you that they that that they're going to prosecute them all and uh i just you know i've been watching the fda for 50 years and so i can tell you that uh, that they're going to uh do their best to prosecute them all but i don't think they're going to be able to do it personally i think that they there there there's too much good in it and and there there's they haven't proven that it's bad and they can't prove that it's bad and i i'm proving with all the various different uh, stuff that I got, I'm going to put out a newsletter that proves just the opposite that that it's that it's good. And, and with all of that, I'm going to put all of the 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 references that prove what I say in each in each step. And so, it, when it goes out, it won't have what anybody wants to take into court with the references that go with it that this stuff isn't bad. And of course, they they have this theory. They have this theory that anything that you treat a disease with is a drug, you know, and that's what they claim. And that's their theory that they push all the time. Anything that you treat a disease with is a drug. But that, that don't, just because they claim it, just because they say it, don't make it so. And a lot of people say it, it, it scares everybody, and so they, they, they take off running. But the fact is, is that, just because you treat a disease with a with a chemical or with a, a nutrient or with something, it, that don't mean it's a drug. There is no there's no dictionary that gives that definition of a drug. That's just a definition that the FDA created on their own, and they they can't you know they can't they can't prove that. So uh, and they're, but they're trying to they're trying to go into court. And they're pushing this idea. And they're trying to make it stick, and of course they've made it stick so far because nobody's argued with them about it. But uh, well, the thing, the, yeah. the thing, Jim, I think that they may have the FDA may have shut themselves in the foot because this is going to make a lot of people look into this product when they may otherwise may not know what it was. And like I said at the beginning of our our talk last year alone, over two hundred thousand people died of FDA-approved medication. That's right. Why, where was the FDA about that? <laughs> what is the, the explanation? <laughs> and this is David versus Goliath. This is the, the little people against the big establishment. They have the guns. They have the jurisdiction of putting people in jail and so on. We're, we're working on a, a process down here where they can make it um, in, in our kitchen. <laughs> uh, uh, Eventually, they'll be able to uh, take a little battery and stick it in this little device, and and they'll be able to buy the device from a local grocery store, and and they'll, 
you'll be able to turn it on and make a bottle of MMS. It's just a matter of, of technology. And in the future, Jim, this, is, this has been a very informal talk that we've had, but I'd like to do a full show with you because as we continue connecting the dots, Jim, and I, I don't mean to catastrophize here, but there's a superbug coming from Asia right now. And it makes you wonder what the, the winter and the spring will bring to us in the way of a new designer virus. And I want people to be prepared that this is another card that they have on the table. And we have to be vigilant. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, we need to be extremely, uh, you know, we need to be ready for all of that. And I'm sorry that we just can't, uh, don't have thousands of people out there selling it in the United States now, but they're all, almost, they almost shut down. Uh, in, uh, but there's still lots of them selling it in Europe. And, and of course, a number of European countries have shut it down too, but not all of them, just several. And, uh, and, and it's been shut down in Australia. But, you know, it's still being sold everywhere. Nobody has... Uh, really quit selling it, but it's it's a little harder to find because uh, of the fact that uh, it's being sold under the table. But uh, it, it's out there if you if you look. And Jim, we are being heard of by people in over 100 countries. Giving you this platform right now, do you have any concluding remarks? What would you like to tell the world from where you are right now? Well. Uh, just find some MMS. Somehow get your hands on some MMS because it cures all the diseases of mankind. I mean, you have to know the the protocols. I mean, you don't just cure it by taking it, but if you know how to do it, uh, and, and and one thing, the main thing you should know is you got to take small amounts. You don't big big amounts don't do it. You got to take small amounts, but more often. So anyway, that's the best I can tell you now. But uh, uh, it it well it, it cures everything. I I've treated everything that I can think of in this in, in, in this world around around the world. I've treated uh, thousands of people personally, and 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 they get well. <laughs> and and I know that it that, that it works. There's no doubt in my mind. And so it it works. And all those people who say it don't work have never checked it out. Have never checked the chemistry. They have never checked a single person that was sick and then they got well from it. And there's thousands of people who have and they they they, they list themselves on the internet. You can find them. So, um, uh, you know, more than 5 million people taken, ha- have used MMS, so it, it's, it's, it's workable. And folks, you know me by now. I'm not the type of person that talks about something or recommends something unless I see it for myself or use it and get results myself. And by now, after sharing my private story with you, and that's only one of many thousands that are out there. And Jim, in a worst case scenario, if every single person who is selling MMS is shut down, can they still get the formula on how to make it and also what protocols to follow for the different diseases? Yeah, I'm coming out with a book and and it'll be out maybe a month. It's already written, but I'm revising it so it has all the latest data in it. I'm going to make it available throughout the world. 
And uh, that book will tell you, not only will the book tell you, but it'll tell you how to make it in your kitchen with electricity, and I don't care what, from salt. <laughs> and and uh, because salt has chlorine in it, right? Salt is, yep. is, is and, and electricity can separate that chlorine out and then change it into chlorine dioxide. And so, and so... Uh, uh, we're going to have it, we're going to figure it out, we're going to have it, and we've already done it, and we just got to make it easy for people to do it, and so eventually, uh, they, they, they can't stop, they can't stop it, uh, they'll, they'll try, and uh, even if I didn't do that, still, it'll be, they can't take uh, um, uh, sodium chloride off the market, that's what it's made from, they can't make totally take sodium chloride off the market because there's too many thousands of companies throughout the world who use it. Millions and millions of tons of sodium chloride are used every every year. So they, they just can't stop all of that. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be possible. So even though, but, but we're just going to keep at it until it becomes available to, to the world. Uh, and, uh, Hopefully, uh, we all live to see the day when it is available to the entire world. And on behalf of the listeners around the world, I want to thank you, Jim, for what you do and what you continue to do. And for the people there in the Dominican Republic who are being your host right now and taking care of you. Be well, my friend, and we'll do a show in the future. Okay. Real good. Thank you. Take care. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for doing the job you're doing, too. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And that was Jim Humble, the creator of MMS, Miracle Mineral Solution. Don't take my word for it. Look at the many testimonials out there. I am simply one of them. Notice the behavior government agencies display toward natural cures and those practitioners who are brave enough to remain active. Search for the term Codex Alimentarius. Imagine if you had to go to your doctor to obtain a prescription for your favorite herbal product or vitamin, which you simply purchase today at your local health food store. That is in the works. Read the nutritional label of everything you eat, and you will find plenty of ingredients that are detrimental to your health, and yet they are all approved by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Ask yourself why. We will be doing more shows about your health and what is good not so good for you. If you are interested in buying MMS, visit our website, veritasshow.com, and click on the MMS link. I will link you with a supplier. Please support us by subscribing to Veritas. We have no commercial sponsors and survive with their voluntary subscriptions only. Visit veritasshow.com and become a member today. This was another Veritas special report. I'm Mel Fabregas. Until next time... Be well.